0: The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Uh, Luke O'Neill of Trinity College Dublin. How are you, sir? We're here in person. Well, this, I can't believe it—the first time in over a year uh, or more, isn't it? Yes. It's, it's so bizarre because I, I, I'm in Marconi House this morning for the first time in a long time, and I'm surrounded by other human beings. And we are now, Luke, in an officially legal setting.
1: We are. and We're, we're distanced. and we're, we're observing all the guidelines. We're, we're but we're bo- here in person. And it we're here in
0: person, <laughs> and we're all vaccinated. Everybody's exactly, happy. Fully
1: vaccinated. The yeah, world so. is good. Um, it's, it's a good sign, isn't it? Yeah, it's that, nice. Let's hope it continues. It is nice.
0: And, and look, we're going to begin with the positives before we go down to the negatives, right? The, the positives are we're getting so much data out of the vaccines and, and real world data. So it's not theoretical anymore. And we're getting information about what's happening in households. So yes. in other words, a scenario could arise in the weeks ahead where an unvaccinated young person, because they can't get a vaccine, picks up COVID, brings it home to mam and dad uh, into the household. who, with the mum and dad might be fully vaccinated. There might be other kids that are not vaccinated. What do we know when well, what's the science telling yeah,
1: it's us? It's really good. I mean, you're, there's, there's so many studies happening all over the world on vaccinated people versus non-vaccinated and so on. This UK study, get this, 960,000 contacts were followed. Nearly a million people are followed, It's incredible, isn't it? You know? And what they noticed was if you're vaccinated and you get infected, there's a risk of infection if you're vaccinated. Remember, a tiny risk, maybe 10% than if you're not vaccinated. But still, some got infected post-vaccination. But guess what? They weren't transmitting it as much. So that just shows you. So now we know, well, I mean, we knew already, if you're vaccinated and you're unlucky enough to get a tiny bit of infection, your chance of spreading it is 50% less. So that just proves that vaccination is stopping transmission. That was a big question we had, you know, mm. like, would vaccination stop you spreading it on? So it's really tight data because nearly a million people were followed, you know.
0: And as we know, households were, where this spread best because you were in an indoor setting your guard was down because you were with the people who you were most intimate with and as a result and that's how it was spreading so the fact that the transmission is 50% less shows that when vaccination reaches a high level yeah the transmission in households will fall away.
1: The virus goes away. That's what this tells us. And it was interesting. So it was, it was two weeks after the first shot of either AstraZeneca or Pfizer, this, this decrease in transmission kicked in. So it, tells, it still takes a couple of weeks for the vaccine to work its magic, if you will. And the reason why you're getting infected, by the way, is sometimes the immune system doesn't get to your nose enough. It's in your lungs. Stops you getting really sick, obviously, because if it's in your lungs, you're in trouble. So maybe a tiny bit grows in your nose, but a lot less yeah. than if you're not vaccinated, which means you're less likely now to spread it onto someone else. So it proves, I guess, the whole idea that vaccination will decrease transmission. And then this or not number drops. That means the number of people you might infect. That goes down massively when you're vaccinated. So again, you can imagine now the virus gradually going away in a community because of vaccination.
0: We may not like how the British government is handling uh, the crisis at the moment, but they are really good at stats. And, and the ONS, which is their equivalent of the CSO, produced stats showing that 90% of people, of adults rather, have now got antibodies in their system against yeah. COVID, and, and that's as a result of having been infected and pretty high rates of that's vaccination. Right. That's yeah. a really strong. Well, when record, I saw
1: those crowds, I watched the match myself last night, and when I saw those crowds in Wembley. I'm you were slightly, open that that well, was I'm true. I'm slightly anxious, but if that's true, it is true. It's fantastic. So 90 percent of people in that crowd, from that study anyway, on average will have antibodies, and then lots of people were vaccinated in that crowd. We know the level of vaccination is very high. That gives you more hope that there won't be a super spreading. Did you see the crowds? It was bit, I don't know how you felt watching it. I, I felt a bit uneasy. Well, then, then, it's great to see it. I didn't realize that
0: booing was a side effect well, of vaccination. Yeah. But
1: I was less anxious than I otherwise, otherwise would have been, knowing that 90% of people in the UK have antibodies and that a lot of them are vaccinated. It uh, okay
0: gave me pause for thought when I saw that stat, because I remember you talking to Pat uh, a couple of weeks ago where you were saying that uh, the, the, the rationale and the theory is that COVID-19 is going to become endemic, that it is going to be in society and with us forevermore. And that's why we have to learn to live with it. And, and I was thinking that means we're all going to get this thing at some point, aren't we? We, we are going yeah. to encounter it somewhere along the way. And... It, how our immune system responds will vary from individual to individual but we need to be less afraid of and... it Yeah,
1: well no more than having a common cold it'll become like colds and flus in the end and that we'll all have it and we'll all have antibodies and we'll be protected you know for, for, for years and years afterwards hopefully like every other infectious disease so you're quite right eventually a combination of vaccination and natural immunity through infection will build up in the population and then and then that, that's the way we live with it in the end i guess and then the other the other only concern remains the dreaded variants and where, where they're going to come from mm. and then every every so often there will be a spike remember through the next few years and then we learn to handle that is the idea
0: my Greek alphabet isn't as good as it should be and I, I genuinely thought they would called a variant Lambada uh, <laughs> when I actually realised afterwards it was Lambda that's uh, right Why? what is Lambda why are they getting so anxious about it yep. in some of the hyperactive media and how
1: worried should we be about well they're it? overreacting let's start with that I'm not blaming them everybody's on edge about this but Lambda is the latest kid on the block I suppose started in Peru different to Alpha B, Gamma Delta Epsilon so we give it a new Greek letter. Uh, it's got a variant of interest, not of concern yet. They go for VOI initially. They're keeping an eye on it, right? There's some evidence it's more transmissible than... Epsilon even you know that's, that's a slight concern it's in ter- 30 countries that have detected this so far small numbers of cases the good news as ever would be already the tested vaccines are already against it and the vaccines are bringing out antibodies in people's blood that can neutralise this in the test tubes so that's good in other words we, 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 we're somewhat optimistic that variants will be manageable with the vaccines that we have now the vaccines go down a bit in efficacy you might see more cases here and there but Lambda so far is just of interest it's not a concern so when you see the headline you go I've oh, got another variant no. variants keep coming that that's that's the truth of the matter until we eliminate almost the virus from from the earth kind of thing so, so I'm going to say w-
0: when we when we hear about and, and this is the thing that draws my eye every time you know having been vaccinated and going woohoo uh, the, the 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 end of the the tunnel is in sight and then you read and um, it's not as efficacious for the vaccines
1: yeah but see, the key thing is it's all about you You may be vaccinated and then you might pick up a variant, but it won't progress into severe disease. You won't end up in hospital really sick. That that's what we're learning all the time. And the vaccines do that. We've got numbers on this now, you know. So Pfizer and AstraZeneca and Johnson and Johnson are giving up to ninety percent protection from severe disease. Now ten percent are still at risk in that group for some unknown reason. It could be their health status, it could be the dose of virus they take in, which is a big factor here, yeah. by the way. If it's, it's, a high not, dose, food, yeah. it's not foolproof, you know. Yeah. But ninety it's great 90% is a great number, let's face it. If you, if I give you 90% chance of something, you'll take it. So. Well,
0: th- this time, 12 months ago, you were saying, Anthony, above 50% 50, would be yeah. embraced by the world. Um, Noel has texted into the programme. Good morning, Noel. He says, I'm listening to Luke while on marathon training. I booked Belfast yesterday. What are his opinions on Dublin being cancelled? Now, some people were saying that it lacked ambition, that by October, we should have huge levels of vaccination in yeah. place. Um, do you think it was premature to call it's, it that? It,
1: it might be yeah because it's a few months away isn't it and, and, and that's upset people hasn't it Just, I think a big thing for, if, if we're upsetting the general public that's not good anyway you know they're upset kind of, enough well, for I all argue. kinds of reasons because stress is a negative for the immune system for a start so maybe that was I don't know I mean obviously they're, they're being cautious as ever with these sorts of things and let's see what I, they may they may reinstigate it you never know they're, they're worried at the moment because it is Delta issue I suppose mm. but let's hope that, come, that in a month's time they might say put, put it on again you never know
0: the chaotic uh, figures that came out when we talked about Delta on day one. And again, the numbers are are, are slightly high uh, across the water and, and, and they ain't getting any less, let's put it that way. Uh, Joseph makes that point. He says, given the rising case numbers, it might be prudent for Luke to remind your listeners of how unvaccinated people can avoid COVID and how everyone can still avoid spreading. That's COVID. right.
1: That's a very good point because we, we can still mitigate with all the... Me- the public health measures work on any variant. Distancing, good ventilation. The virus hasn't changed that much, you see. And, and all those things work. So never forget, keep up with the public health in this phase, especially if you're unvaccinated, is extremely important because yeah. you don't want to get infected now or any time with this really until you're protected and that will give you this protection. Um,
0: the flu it hasn't gone away either um, and, and you warned previously that uh, flu season this year could be a bit iffy because we have nothing to base it on. Yeah. So a flu will emerge as a dominant strain. We It's harder to tell which one it is. But they're thinking of mixing COVID and flu That's right. in the same vaccine for this year, are
1: they? Yeah, the, the big the big mission for the next, for the, for the winter is uh, to get ready for booster shots for definite. And the UK have said they will give people booster shots. That means a third shot, by the way. Not for you and me now, but for vulnerable people, say older categories and so on. Like the flu they'll get a booster in the winter that makes perfect sense because that booster really protects you against variants so that, that's get ready for boosters but they're saying now put it in with the flu because it's much more convenient if you, if you take one shot instead of two and in the UK yet again you've got to hand it to them massive study it's, it's called ComFluCoV right. so a combination of flu and, and COVID in the one vaccine they're testing that now in people and they're measuring antibodies to flu and COVID just in case they interfere with each other you might get less antibody to one versus the other and so far so good and Novavax that company are ahead of the curve that's the next vaccine to be approved by the way they've done a trial already combining yeah, their vaccine I mean, with the flu they're laid out of the blocks by, by modern standards I'll, but I'll bet their marketing department let, let's get a combo in quick because then we might steal the market <laughs> and they've done a combination now again it's not testing infection it's testing how good your immune system is because you can do it in the lab you know and that combination worked great antibodies to flu and COVID in the one shot you see so you can see now what's going to happen I mean you don't need to be a, a rocket scientist I mean, they will combine them because yeah. it's very convenient so I anticipate in the winter we'll see flu COVID combination vaccines coming along you know
0: Colin texted to say, Jonathan, can you ask Luke if someone has had a severe reaction after a second dose of the Pfizer vaccine and um, they're reporting metallic taste, rapid heartbeat, shortness of breath, it lasted a day or two, uh, would they recommend getting a booster later in the year or not? And if so, should the booster be another Pfizer or should it be AZ? So Colin obviously had a bit of a rough time after the yeah, second Yeah, that one can
1: that happen. Sounded. I mean, I wouldn't on these things aren't that unusual. Actually, Some people have a more severe reaction than others. A huge variation between no, us. No, I had nothing after the Did second Did you not? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: After the first one, I was tired for two days. Uh, but after the second one, nothing.
1: Whereas I had a big reaction. The second one, interesting, was different because I felt the second one more. You know, so yeah. it's funny; we're all different. I mean, all our immune systems. are say that's what. I mean, if, if he's worried and, and those symptoms persist, talk to your GP is the key advice. If you get, if you go back to normal, a third shot will be fine. I predict for that kind of situation.
0: Uh, my daughter's just arrived home from China. She's had two Sinopharm vaccines. That's the Chinese vaccine, I think. Uh, does she need another vaccine like Pfizer to boost her immunity against the Delta variant? Can you ask Professor Luke, please? She gave you a full title, so Very that nice. means she, she yeah.
1: gets a full. Answer. We don't know. Is the sad <laughs> truth of it? We don't know that that vaccine is interesting. It's not quite as efficacious; still works. I mean, it still protects people. We don't know enough about it. Because I, 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 it's not approved by the EMA either. The European Union haven't said that one is the one they recognise. You won't get your travel certificate, I bet you. Sadly, with that vaccine, it's the other ones that have been approved. So it might be wise to get a Johnson and Johnson shot. There's no there's no reason not to take a different vaccine after the one you've had, for instance. You know so that might be advisable. But I suspect that that vaccine will protect you know protecting that situation anyway. Uh,
0: Sputnik. We were talking about Sputnik. On- the programme yesterday there was a a reporter from Russia from The Guardian telling us that uh, they're just not getting it they don't trust it they don't trust the government Uh, there hasn't been a huge push and of course the cases over there are going up but it's probably unfair to poor Al Sputnik uh, because it is. the latest evidence is that it's quite a good vaccine.
1: Well, given my extensive international network, I was speaking to a Russian scientist yesterday on the You're phone. Such have a connection to Moscow State University, strange. I've given seminars there. Be careful
0: when you say I have a connection to uh, Moscow. Sometimes, that's true. sometimes yeah. people listening might misinterpret that.
1: But I was asking this immunologist, and it's it's awful uptake, fifteen percent now in Russia. They, they, they don't trust the government. And mm-hmm. remember, Sputnik was launched before they completed the trials, which unnerved people as well, right? But now, good data. It's a very efficacious vaccine, actually. And the Russians themselves have reported a 3.8 million person analysis, and they got 97.6 effectiveness in that trial. Now, can you believe... 97.6? That's a bit too good, isn't it? Remember, it's it's in the same category as AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson, this vaccine. Same class. They're called adenoviral vectors. Working brilliantly in that study. Now, importantly, it's in, let me see, now the number, 67 countries are using that vaccine, and it's used in, in South America. The Argentinians just published a study, and again, they got really high efficacy, they got 96% efficacy as well in their trial. So in other words, it looks like a good vaccine to everybody, really. It should be really, really effective. And then
0: you read things that, that cause you to stop in your tracks about other vaccines and, and this texture had the same reaction that I had. Um, which was about Israel. Can you please ask Luke about the study from Israel that shows Pfizer is only 64% good against the Delta variant because cases have increased a lot there yeah. and they, they rode back on masks and stuff like that. But that does seem to be on the low side and a bit of a standard. It's
1: gone up. When you hear this, so that, that was the first report from Israel, right? It was 64%. That means like you had a third of a chance of getting infected with Delta if you've been vaccinated, okay? It doesn't mean it'll progress though because there was still over 90% protection against severe disease. Do you see what I mean? So, But then it's gone up. They realised. With more numbers, it's higher. Actually, it's not as low as sixty-four. It could be up towards 80 85 percent protection against Delta with Pfizer. But that just shows you it's a work in progress. It's a day by day thing. They're gathering what is it, data we're every day. Living through a
0: real life experiment. Well, If
1: you're a scientist, it's like a, a, an experiment constantly running, and we haven't got an answer to some of these things yet. But but ba- the Israeli one was a worry because sixty-four percent drop. Although as we just said, over fifty percent is acceptable for a vaccine. You see, because we're we're living in this wonderful land of high efficacy vaccines. Mm. So that those numbers have gone up a bit. It's not not quite as bad as it was. But we don't know, it's, it's still being examined.
0: Ronan asks why can't they develop a vaccine that targets the common denominators of the variants rather than each variant? They're doing that. Isn't that yeah. what the vaccine is? I mean it was, it was designed for the first incarnation. But it was. Yeah, it's luckily so impacting the variants as they come along.
1: What's happening is the spike which the vaccine is against is changing slightly and then the, when, when you have a new spike your immune system isn't quite as good at recognising it so you might get infected is the idea. But uh, The, the spike system, is the
0: thing that latches on. It's isn't the
1: it? thing and, and you're Antibodies that mask the spike like blue tack, and it can't get into your lungs. That, that's how these vaccines work. It's, we we know a lot about them, you know. So, if the spike changes a bit, the antibody doesn't stick as well. But remember, the immune system often has quantity over quality. You make so much blue tack. <laughs> You can swamp it and that's what the evidence suggests. Now they are trying to make a universal vaccine. It's called the Dream Vaccine they're calling it already and they're making progress. There may well be a universal vaccine against any coronavirus which would be tremendous because if another one comes along not not, not to worry us but you never know uh, there could be a universal vaccine. But we've had
0: three in the last 20 years so so therefore universal could help.
1: And and this would work against the common cold as well by the way because remember one in five colds are caused by another coronavirus family member. Can you imagine if we get rid of the common cold as well there'd be a bonus from all this.
0: But again as you pointed out before Coronavirus has been around a long time, and we 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 probably have been infected by forms of it. But our immune system can hold up. My brother and his partner says this new stock texture won't get vaccinated, but they're staying in my holiday home this week, not with me. Do I need to sterilise the place to within an inch of its life after them? Just worried about going down. Um, I'm I'm presuming the theatre of hygiene. We can get over that a little bit. Make sure the windows are open.
1: The key thing is ventilation. Now the second big thing, I'm banging the drum. We all are the, the two things for the winter are ventilation and boosters. That's the two things to keep thinking about ventilation is the most important mitigator against this virus stagnant air is where you catch it you know surface is less so now maybe if 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 certainly if one of them have symptoms i'd be washing that place out i'll tell you that much because they could be releasing the virus it's all about whether you have symptoms that's, that's a key factor is that I yeah. but overall get get that place clear you know in other words get get the get the breeze blowing through it
0: we are closer to the end i think we can say at this stage even though we're we're, we're about to have a speed wobble are you confident now, Luke, having having looked at all the data, everything that's gone through, we are
1: closer to the end than we were at the start? Absolutely. Because of these tremendous vaccines. I mean, I mean, this is now a preventable disease. That's the way to put it, OK? We can prevent COVID through vaccination. And and we couldn't have said that six, nine months ago, really. You know? So now it's preventable. That means... Widespread vaccination will prevent COVID nineteen. It'll go away. It might come back occasionally. Like we've never got rid of any infection. Smallpox is the only we've eliminated. So we'll see spikes into the future. Remember, and 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 the more you decrease the virus, the less variants crop up. That's the idea. Yeah, but as I
0: said earlier on, we are probably going to get this at some point. We might not even know it because our immune system is going to respond. And the fear that was there all along—that is now. A beating.
1: Yes, it's abating for two reasons. One is the vaccination campaign, but never forget therapies in hospital have got better as well. Yeah. So even if you end up in hospital, the doctors have more options to treat you, and that's another good thing because then the death rate and the illness rate goes down.
0: I, I have to say, it, it genuinely was nice to see you because we used to sit in the studio too. and talk yeah, about yeah. cats up trees, um, uh, but you're still doing that because you're doing it in podcast form oh, now. Yeah, and, thank and, you. And your oh. new
1: podcast is out today. I've forgotten to plug that. It's I know. Every I've Thursday. I've gotten th- three science. texts
0: already to remind me to <laughs> ask you right. about it. Yes. Uh, tell me about
1: what is the. <laughs> And if anyone wants relief from COVID, I've got a podcast every Thursday with News Talk. You can get it on Spotify or on News Talk. Uh, today, we're talking about UFOs, isn't it? So the Pentagon have released a report saying they can't explain some of these phenomena. you know? And you can try to tell me you explain them. But it's called Unidentified Aerial. They've changed the name UFO because it seems a bit, you know, unusual. They call UAPs now, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. And they're encouraging pilots in the, in, the, in the US Air Force to report them. People wouldn't report them because they sound a bit cracked, you know? But there are these unexplained <laughs> phenomena which the they're going to say we can't fully explain a, a
0: UAP sounds like a painful thing that you need to go to the doctor for but it anyway does, there yeah, you have yeah. it that's available on the Go Loud app Luke O'Deal, pleasure as always thank you so much you for know. joining us